forgiveness or unforgiveness is something we can't get away from. It's a huge thing in our walk. And we haven't come to this bit yet in the scripture, but it's so important and we'll likely have to visit it a few more times. So I want to introduce the subject of forgiveness or rather unforgiveness. Yours of others, that is. We touched on it when we looked at bringing our gift to the altar. We can try to comfort ourselves by thinking we haven't committed murder or stolen or bad-mouthed anyone, but do we do it in our thought life? Calling someone a fool, despising them, speaking against them, judging and criticising, resenting and hating them, moving in the gift of suspicion, all come into the category of attitude sins which arise in the heart of man. They're many and varied and they open up, as they say, a whole new can of worms. So what's the remedy? Change your thinking. Renew your mind. Because the thought is father to the act. It's serious business. Character, conducts, influence. It's all about these. Matthew five twenty-two to 24 But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Rakah, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says, You fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you. Leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Don't come to me without getting straight with other people first. Swallow that pride of yours. Me? Proud? Apologise. This is where grace really kicks in. You aren't going to be able to do this thing without buckets of it. When something, someone has something against you and you have to go to them and say sorry for your behaviour or words or both, it takes grace because they may not accept your apology. But you have to be gracious either way. Grace that substance about which we spoke yesterday. God desires mercy, not judgment. It's impossible for the natural man to be gracious in this situation. Only grace will do it. Oh boy, and there's another Lulu. He desires mercy. The Pharisee in us rises up in judgment and mercy, weeping, exits stage right. We're going to come into some stuff from now on that will hit us right where we live and there's going to be no hiding place. You know the old saying, you can run but you can't hide. That'll be it. The word is about to find us out and then some. I suspect that the amount of thumbs up that I've been receiving is likely to diminish from now on. Be that as it may, we have to face these mountains head on as Joyce Mayer said in her little poem yesterday. If we don't face what's in us, how can we be changed? If an alcoholic is in denial about his drinking, he's not going to go to AA. Jesus was talking to people just like you and me and he knew what was in us and he didn't condemn us. Instead, he invites us to change, to become like him, display the fruit of the Spirit which grows on the tree of life, not the knowledge of good and evil. Ever thought about that? There were and still are two trees from which we can partake. One is life-giving, the other ministers death. It kills us every single time we eat. 
Perhaps this whole thing is a deal more deep and serious than you've ever given it credit for. I really want to change, so help me God. Pause for thought, I think.